Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, friends. This is Miss Allgood, and you are listening to Spirituality is Reality right here on blogtalkradio.com. I just want to say welcome to anyone that is new, anyone that is hearing my voice for the first time, and I want to say thank you to those of you that have been supporting me for, oh gosh, what is it, the last seven years, because that's how long this broadcast has been going on. We've been talking about spirituality for a while now. Um, You know, we're coming into a time, and we're really already in that time, where spirituality is something that is so desperately needed. Man is in need of the Spirit of God. Man is in need of learning about who he is, where he comes from, and where he is going. And why is it so important for man to learn of these things and know of these things? It is so because man at this point in history, and in time, I should say, is lost. Man is lost. Man, life has no meaning. He can't figure out why he's here. He doesn't know what his purpose is. He doesn't know who he is. Man, when I say that he is lost, I mean that he has lost his identity. And I talk about identity so much on these broadcasts because that is the key and the source of all things. Man, when he knows who he is, can conquer fear, and come into love, which is the power of man and friends. And that's the perfect segue to get into what we're going to be talking about this evening. This is the Fear and Love series, part one. I am going to do my best to try to incorporate everything into these broadcasts that I can having to do with fear and love. It it might not even be enough to talk about it. There is so much that I have to say in a short amount of time, and I always strive to get everything in. If you're online right now, you can see that uh, I have spoken about fear, haven't said that much about love. And I guess I wanted to wait until the time came when I myself had matured enough to be able to really talk about it. Because I always say that life is lived in a way that we are learning. If we are not learning from living, then we're not really living. So I'm at this point in my life where I have learned and continuing to learn because, you see, the teacher is the student and the student is the teacher. And the only way to really learn is if one is open-minded, one is able to look at himself, not just look outside of himself, but really to be able to look inwardly. That's really the essence of what learning is and and also making discoveries, and I say that all the time to my students. So what does it really mean to have love and also to have fear? Well, we will start with love first. Love seems to be so complex. It seems to have to do with a lot of pain, a lot of heartache, a lot of brokenheartedness. And friends, we talked about brokenheartedness on the last broadcast. If you ever want to hear anything that I've said before, you can always go into the archives and it's there. Love seems to be brokenheartedness. It seems to be displacement. It seems to be confusion. It seems to be everything but simple. <laughs> friends, it is, be- it is man that makes love complex. It is man that makes love about pain, about brokenheartedness, 
and fear. The reason why love seems to be so complex is because man is in fear. And why is man in fear? And what is man afraid of? Man is in fear of who he is not. Meaning, man is in fear of himself. Now let me explain what I'm saying, because it might be hard to grasp, but when you listen to what I have to say, you'll get it. Man is an entity. An entity is something that exists in and of itself, meaning it is independent of people, places, and things. It exists just because. It exists and will always exist. And it has always existed and will always exist. This is a fact. This this is how man truly is. In other words, man did not really come from his mother's womb because man doesn't exist in the way that he thinks he does. Man thinks he exists as his race, his nationality, his ethnicity, his social class, where he comes from in the world, his uh, political party, the color of skin, uh, all these things that I mentioned, all these superficial things mean nothing. The existence of man is eternal. And the very definition of eternal is timelessness. For the eternal is limitless possibility. The eternal is space, is time. Eternal is the womb and the tomb. It is the birthplace and the place of death. The eternal is the origination or where everything comes from. And the eternal is man himself. Man is the eternal. Man is not his name. He is not what he looks like. He's not his race. Man is the eternal. Therefore, all things come from man. All this, all good. Where did you get this from? Why are you saying these things? Anything that's ever said on these broadcasts has come from the eternal. For the eternal is man's mind. It is the very existence of man. It is man. For man comes forth from himself, which is the eternal. I've said many times before, man is a mental construct. Therefore, man builds himself. Man makes himself who he is. The identity of man is in himself, which is the eternal. Friends, eternal doesn't mean forever, 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 and forever. Eternal is timelessness. Therefore, man is a being that has always existed, existed, excuse me, as I just said, and he is a being that is timeless. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Now, all of these things that I'm saying to you negates time in its totality. What I'm saying is that there is no past and there is no future, for there only is the present. And the present is man as he is right here and now. The symbolism in geometry of the eternal is the circle. And the reason why the circle is the symbol for the eternal is because it begins and ends at the same point. It goes around and around and around and around. If we were to put a point in the center of the circle, we would call that point the spiritual center, where man originates. For man originates in the center of universe, or the eternal, the center. For man 
exists from his center. And the center of man is his heart. For I've said before, the heart is not really the organ that pumps blood throughout the body and the arteries and all of that. The center is the spiritual center, which is the source of all things, the source of man himself. And that very center is called I. I is the capital letter I. For there is not one man that walks upon this earth that does not refer to himself. For I is really I am, which is I exist here and now. It is I. It is man in the affirmative. Who refers to himself as I am not. All men refer to themselves as I, meaning I am. Man in the affirmative is I am. For the true existence of man resides and lives in the fact that man is an I am, or an entity that exists, centered on his spiritual beingness. For now, we'll use the definition of spirituality as all things that are unseen. So when I talk about spirituality during this broadcast and I say the word spirit, think about the unseen. That's what we're talking about this evening. So man is an unseen entity. He is a capital letter I, and he is in the affirmative as I am. And it is this I am that is love. For I am means that I exist. I am real. I am so. I am. I is a force. I is movement. I is not a really a stationary being. I is seated in the center, seemingly stationary. Yet I moves. For man is a force that moves. Man can either move outside of the eternal circle or he can remain within the eternal. That is his choice. Now man, when he moves outside of the eternal circle, can cause himself to exist in a material plane. And that is the existence of what we call the world. For the world is man outside of his eternal self. Everything that we see, my friends, everything that we touch, we feel, everything that is so-called tangible to us, people, places, and things, is the world. And the world is because man negates his spiritual center or his spiritual beingness. It is only when man moves outside the eternal circle that he is able to negate his true eternal self. Therefore, anything outside of the eternal circle is known as I am not. And I am not does not exist at all. For you see, the existence, let me talk about existence for a moment. Existence means real, reality. And the title of this entire broadcast is Spirituality is Reality. And I named it that because I wanted to emphasize the fact that the only reality is the spiritual reality. You see, reality does not mean tangible. Reality does not mean I can see it, touch it, feel it, therefore it must be real. 
Reality lives in the fact that man can speak things into existence. He can speak himself into existence. Therefore, the reality is really in man himself. If man goes outside of himself, meaning going outside of this eternal circle, and I gave you the image of the circle at the beginning, if man needs the eternal circle, he cannot be considered real. For reality only is in the eternal. And that is because reality has to do with man existing in a present state. Man does not exist in a past or a future. For you see, time is not linear as we so believe. Time is revolution and evolution. And revolution is that which goes around and around as the circle does. And this is the way man truly exists. For you see, everything exists in all or in everything else. The ancient is the modern. The light is the darkness. The sun is the moon. The male is the female. Do you understand what I'm saying? All things have their existence within each other. Man and God have their existence within each other. All the things that we perceive as divided opposites really have their existence in and of each other. They come from each other. For if not for the darkness, there could be no light. For if not for the night, there could be no day. If not for man, there could be no God. And if not for God, there could be no man. But you see, God and man are counterparts, friends, not according to as religion or organized religion has taught. Friends, the ancient men knew that this was not so. They knew that God and man did not exist on separate, as separate beings. They knew that man and God were counterparts. They knew that man gave birth to the God part of him in his own soul. You see, it is the, the life man lives while he walks the earth. It is that life that cultivates Godhead. Friends, Godhead is something that is cultivated in the souls of men. It has always been this way. The atheists ask, where is God in a God-forsaken world? The atheists say there can't be a God because so many horrible things happen in the world and there is no law. There is no law to combat these things or control these things. That is not true. You see, what we don't understand is man himself, we are universal law. We are that law, and that law is love. You see, when man moves away from his spiritual center, which is that center of the circle, remember the circle is just so you have an idea and you can understand the eternal. It's not actually a circle, friends. The eternal is timelessness, and it is limitless possibility, and it is an expanse. It's not enclosed in a circle. I just want you to have an idea, and I'm giving you a mental picture to understand what I'm saying. So when man moves away from his capital letter I, which is his real, true spirit self, when man goes outside of the eternal, he negates his own existence, which means he negates love, he negates reality, and he negates the spirit of God. And he does all this because he sees what he believes and he believes what he sees. Friends, it is because of the two eyes on man's face. It is because of the eyes man negates the spiritual. Because the spiritual is the unseen, and the unseen is what is real. Friends, fear 
is really powerlessness. Because love is absolute power. What man does not know is that he is absolute power. But this power can only be harnessed if man remains within the eternal, meaning if man rests his assurance in himself. Man trusts in everyone and everything except for himself. He trusts in uh, his uh, money. He trusts in his material items increasing uh, and his money increasing. That's all part of it. He trusts in people, places, and things, his world, his external world. And he himself is small. For you see, the world at this time is bigger than man himself. Man believes in the world of people, places, and things, yet he does not believe in himself. Man has totally negated himself. There is no self. There is no capital letter I. Once man leaves his spiritual center, there is no capital letter I. And man exists in the outer darkness, the outer realms of the eternal, in, in total spiritual darkness, ignorant of who he is, where he comes from and where he's going, and he's in fear. Man is in fear because he's in darkness. Man is in fear because he doesn't know that he's really a spiritual being that created his whole entire existence or non-existence in the world of people, places, and things. Man is in fear because he's in ignorance. And man is in ignorance because he really doesn't want to know. You see, the very word ignorance has the word ignore in it. Man does not want to know anything about the spiritual because he can't see it, because it's intangible to him. Because what use is it? Is it going to put food on the table? Is it going to grow or make my bank account any bigger? That's what he says to himself. Because man at this time is a materialist, and he's gotten so far away from his spirituality that it's like, you know, the farther away you go from something, it just looks like if you're, an air, if you're on an airplane, it just looks like a dot. Things just look like dots. You can't really decipher what they are. You don't know what they are. But the closer you get to something, the clearer it becomes. And that's what I'm talking about here. If man would move back or come back to his heart, because I told you at the beginning, the spiritual center is where love is. It's where man belongs. Man's home. Home is where the heart is. Man belongs at the center. That's where he came from and that's where he's going. Man came from the eternal and he goes back to the eternal, which is his spiritual center. That's where he went. That's where he belongs. Man doesn't know these things, but I'm telling you these things because the time is now for you to know these things. Why? Because the world is in total shambles. Time is up, friends. No more time for partying and all of these things. It's time now to become aware, to know what's going on. It is only those that have an open eye, and I mean a spiritual eye, open spiritual eye, that will be able to even understand what I'm saying right now. Most people can't grasp what I'm saying, that, and they have no interest in what I'm saying. That's why I only have a few followers. Of course, I know that's going to change because people are going to see that they cannot trust in their external world. They're going to see that it's all been a lie, everything, 
because a lot is coming out in this year. A lot of government corruption is coming out. A lot of money is going to be stolen from people's accounts, maybe retirement accounts specifically, and people aren't going to have their money to depend on. You see, nobody cares about death. Nobody cares about war. What people care about is their money. And when their money is messed up, now you've got their attention. So there's going to be a big shakeup, my friends, and this shakeup is going to be an economic shakeup because it seems to not matter how many people have to die. There's been terror attacks from the western to the northern to the eastern to every hemisphere throughout the earth, and it's not changing the state of man. He still hasn't turned back to God. Man has turned away from his spirit self, which is his God, because he, has, he, believe, he does not want the spiritual. He wants the world. The thing about this is man can't have the world because he's not a worldly being. He never has been. He's a spiritual being. And all of that is coming to light. And man cannot really truly deny who he is. He thinks he can, but he really can't. You see, it is man's own power that is destroying him. When man goes against his spiritual self, it is that same power that is the spiritual self that brings him to his own demise. You see, that is the law. The law is so just, it's not even going to allow man to go against himself. For the very law of love that man breaks, destroys him. And what do I mean by destruction? I mean man gets brought down. He's no longer on his high horse. He thinks he has, he, he thinks he's ruling the world. Man is a fool. He's always been a fool, and he's always been arrogant. He doesn't think that he can be brought down. There has not been one civilization since the history of the world that has not been brought down. America is no exception, and neither is any other country that is. I don't care what their economic state is. Economics do not dictate the state of the world. These economists are fools because they're too worldly. The world turns based on man's heart. The world turns based on reciprocity. The world turns based on reaping and sowing. For man is no longer giving. Man is no longer uh, serving his fellow men. Man is no longer doing the work necessary to sustain the world. So at so the world is crumbling right before the eyes of man, and he's a fool. He thinks because he's technologically advanced, everything's good and well. I tell you, if you look outside of yourself at the external world, you will be sadly, well, first of all, you're going to be fooled because that's not how it really is, for it is the souls of men that are sick. There is more sickness now than the world has ever known, especially mental illness. And we can see that. That is evidenced by all the horrible happenings throughout the world. It is mental illness, and this mental illness comes from the fact that man is detached from his moral compass, from the moral, spiritual component of man. Nobody wants to talk about morality, friends, because most people are living in the wrong, and they don't want to talk about how they're living and they don't want to acknowledge how they're living. But I'm telling you the truth. The only way to change how you're living is to acknowledge it. And there's no shame in it if you acknowledge it and you see it for what it is. You know you're not living right. Hey, 
You're not living right. It's not that you fell down, it's that you didn't get up. There is no love in the world right now, honey. I didn't say it doesn't exist. I said that man has not cultivated it. He has not cultivated God, which is love. Man can only have love if he is centered spiritually. Man has no sense of spirituality at this time. He has lost his capital letter I, and he has lost his power. Fear is powerlessness. It is the opposite of love, which is power. Man left his spiritual center because he didn't know any better. Man didn't know. Man has been disobedient to his heart for eons. The problem with man is that he is a disobedient fool. He doesn't listen to, to his heart. He doesn't learn from what the elders have said because he always thinks that won't be me. That's an arrogance. And he's not listening to anything I have to say. He's saying, well, who does she think she is? Here we go. You see, man, a fool, rather, can't recognize wisdom because he's a fool. He can't see it. He doesn't even know he's a fool. Wisdom is the fool, they say. Wisdom comes from God. Wisdom comes from being centered spiritually. Man cannot have love until he learns how to center himself on himself. Until man stops trusting in people, places, and things, he can't have love. Women and men think they are divorced when they marry. The truth is they've been divorced way before they got married. They never were married to begin with. Marriage is not uh, something having to do with paperwork and ceremonies and show-off ceremonies that cost thousands of dollars. Or even if you didn't pay at all, marriage is of the heart. And it has to do with the unification of not only the male and the female in nature is unified in marriage. And marriage is a great thing when it comes from God. It's spiritual. And the fact that man has chosen to change it, to fit his natural world, is blasphemous. One thing man is going to learn is you cannot go against nature. When man goes against nature, he goes against himself and he goes against the law. And whenever he goes against the law, I told you, a few minutes ago, the only thing that can result in that is pure and utter destruction. And that is because the law is in place to keep order and stability. If man is living in disorder and instability, how does he think that he can have law? Law can only be upheld when man is in obedience and acts and lives in accordance to that law. And the law is man himself. You see, man is not separate from nature. Man is nature. Man is not separate from God. Man is not separate from universe. For it is because of man that all these things are so. It is the spiritual center or the heart of man that brings forth all of the things that I've spoken of. If, man, if a man wants goodness, then he needs to be good in his heart. If a man wants love, then he needs to live in love, meaning he needs to be obedient to his own heart. If a, man, if a man truly wants love, and by man I mean all of mankind, he cannot live contrary to his heart. He has to always do what is in his heart to do, even if it means there are sacrifices involved. He cannot, and I mean cannot, live a life that lacks integrity. 
Integrity is everything, my friends. I tell you, I'm going to talk about this again. I want you to join me. Oh, they're telling me I have a few seconds. So, oh, I love you all. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, please be blessed.